Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. A cloud of dust and a hearty Hi-Yo Silver, the Lone Ranger. In the early days of the western United States, outlaws defied the local sheriffs, and gun law ruled the range country. It was not until the masked rider of the plains started his great fight for justice that peace and security were brought to the frontier. It was his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness that made possible the winning of the West. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver! We're heading for the range country! Hello, Silver! Away! One evening, the Lone Ranger and Tonto reined up in front of a small one-room cabin. An old man in a battered hat was sitting in front of the door. He whistled as he carved a small piece of wood, but looked up as a masked man hailed him. Hello there. Huh? Oh, evening, stranger. Welcome to the box D. Get yourself an engine off of them horses and make yourself to home. Glory be, a man gets the fidgets for the sight of new faces when he leaves off in this part of the country. Yep. <coughs> well, this is more of a welcome than we look for. Oh, I seen your mask, but it don't matter to me if you're inside the law or out. Pioneer engine. 
Or you can be a breed or Chinese for all I care. Uh, Whistler Hogan, that's me. I'm glad to meet up with you. We could fill our canteens and rest our horses here. We'd appreciate it. Sure thing. Hey, what's more, I'll get you a meal. And you can spend the night. Stay a month. Stay a year. Crackety, I'm so doggone glad to see someone I can talk Is to. Is this your ranch? Mine? <laughs> Shucks, no. It's young Bob Darwin's place. Me, I'm cow hand, top hand, buggy boss, cook, and dishwasher. And I'm a darn good whittler, too. See, look here. This is going to be a horse's head when it's done. <laughs> Not plenty good. <laughs> <laughs> Even the redskin likes my work. What part do you two come from, if you don't mind my saying? The north. We're heading for the hills to see a friend of ours. Mm, well, I'll start riding herd in the kitchen, see if I can rustle up some grub. Where's the owner? Bob? Shucks, he ain't been here since half hour before sunset. Spends his time trying to see Peggy Martin. Her pappy owns the big bar M outfit. I see. Mm, he ain't got a ranch to brag about here, but it's a start. I'm helping him make a real outfit out in it. Spider Martin and Tilson and the rest of the critters that hates the ground Bob walks on. Isn't he well liked? Sure thing. That is, the boys over to town like him first rate. But at the bar M, it's different. What matter, bar M? Well, it's this way, Injun. Peggy, she's the daughter of old man Martin. She sort of likes Bob. You can't blame her none. Cause he's a number one. Her liking Bob riles her pappy. And it gets under the hide of Mark Tilson, too. Who's Tilson? Bar M top hand. Uh, Martin's foreman. I see. Tilson had sort of liked to marry Miss Peggy's own self. That's why he makes it tough for Bob to get to see the girl. <laughs> Cracky eye laugh fit to split my side sometimes when Bob comes home. Laugh? Well, yes. Bob will either be so doggone happy that he's ready to raise the roof with singing, or he's so down in the mouth we don't do nothing but growl. It all depends on how Miss Peggy treats him. Sometimes he can't even get to see her. That's the time he sure is burning mad. If we can have some water... Oh, sure. I'm, I never forgot. Come on, I'll show you where it is. Uh, just follow me and I'll take you to the spring. there, Darwin. Oh, boy, steady there. Where do you think you're heading? Maybe you don't know you're off your range. This here's Bar M property. It happens to be Bar M range I aim for when I left home, Tilson. Yeah? I reckon you ought to know by this time that I come to see Miss Peggy. She ain't seen no more of you. Who says that? I'm saying it. You ain't wanted or welcome here no more. Tilson, take your hand off my bridle and stand aside. I'm riding up to the house. Not tonight or any other night. I got orders from Martin himself, Savvy. When Miss Peggy tells me to stay clear of here, I'll do it. Not before. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Now move aside before there's trouble. So you'll stay clear here if Miss Peggy tells you to, huh? You heard me right. Well, then, maybe you better read this note. I reckon you know the girl's handwriting, don't you? Note? It's for you. Go on, read it. In vamoose. Hmm. Just what's behind this note? The note says you're not to call no more, don't it? 
I reckon that ought to be clear enough. She don't want to see no more of you. You read this? Sure, I read it. Uh, Miss Peggy read it to me, then asked me to hand it to you next time you came. Now, get along. There ain't no sense in trying to start trouble. She says here that I'll understand the reason she refuses to see me. Well, I don't. Last night... She's she... learned a heap since last night. She'll be doggone glad Martin ain't put the law on you. Peggy wouldn't write me this note unless her pa made her do it. I've got a right to know what the reason All is. All right, I'll tell you. It's on account of your stealing. Stealing? Tilson, you better back them words with your shooting iron. I said stealing, and I back my words. Then draw. I'll draw. Hold on there. You're both covered. Mm, boss. Both of you put your guns away. I told you, Tilson, I didn't want no gunplay. He called on me to draw. See here, Martin. You're the one I want to talk to. What's this note from Peggy mean? Means you ain't to come here no more, that's what. There's been a heap of things stolen, including cattle. I didn't know who the thief was. That's enough of calling me a thief. Then get off my land and stay off. I never stole anything in my life. Talk don't mean a thing. We seen bar doggies on your place. That ain't so. Oh, yes, it is, and that ain't all. There's been a lot of things missing from our house. I ain't accusing you of anything, and I don't aim to put the law on you. I'm just ordering you off my land, that's all. Look here, Martin. You never had much use for me. But there's not a man alive can call me a thief. Want some help, boss? I reckon not, boys. We can handle them. Looks like you told the whole outfit here that I'm a thief. Can we ride him out on a rail, boss? He'll leave his own accord. Won't you, Darwin? Nothing else I can do with a half a dozen of you lined up there. But I'll be coming back, Martin. I'm coming back and make you eat them words you called me. Come on, boy. Darwin's house. The Lone Ranger and Tonto sat in front of the log fire while old Whistler paced up and down the room. Drat it! I'm downright worried. Worried? He ain't back. He's always back by this time. Should have been back an hour ago. What time you got there, stranger? After midnight. Gosh, he ain't never been this late afore. I... Listen, that's his horse. <laughs> Horse comes out rider. What's that? How do you know, Tonto? Me tell by horse sound. Him not got rider. Oh, my sheik's alive. It's Bob's horse all right enough. But where's Bob? Bob! Bob! Where in Sam Hill are you? Hi, Bob, where are you? That horse has traveled hard. Uh, where, fella? He's met trouble, that's what. I bet anything that ornery Tilson done something to him. I'm starting out. I'm riding for the bar M to see what's wrong there. Just a minute, Whistler. Huh? Tondo's examining the horse. He may be able to learn something. Cinch, plenty tight. Saddle, not loose. I'm going to ride this horse. It'll save the time of saddling another. Tondo, can you learn anything? Uh, him not fall from loose saddle. Him not in saddle. Long time. Saddle... Not warm. We'll go with you, Whistler. Wish you would, mister. If I meet up with that ornery, sneaking Mark Tilson, there ain't no telling what I'll do. Silver. Here, Scout. We'll have our saddles on in a minute, Whistler. We get ready plenty quick. Maybe find color on trail.
Peggy Martin and her father were alone in the living room of the ranch house. The girl, her eyes red from crying, sat near a window and looked out across the darkened plains. Her father touched her shoulder and... Peggy, any time you went to bed? I can't sleep, Pa. I keep thinking about Bob. No use thinking about good-for-nothing crook. I won't think of him as a crook. It can't be. Oh, Pa, why won't you let me talk to him and ask him? No. I can tell if he's telling me the truth or not. I won't have you speak to him again. Never. Even if he was a thief, he wouldn't take the things from the house that you say he did. They don't amount to much. We always miss something after he's been here, don't we? Yes, but... That settles it, then. When Tilson pointed out my doggies on the Box D range today, that was enough for me. Don't it occur to you that maybe someone put them there just to frame Bob? Who'd have anything to gain by framing him like that? There's one man that might. Who? Mark Tilson, that's who. He's so conceited he thinks that I might care for him if it wasn't for Bob. He knows better than that. I wouldn't tolerate him trying to make love to you. If you'd only let me speak to Bob instead of making me write that note. Oh, Paul, that was an awful thing to do to him. It's done now. Don't you suppose if he was going to steal from you, he'd have taken something worthwhile? He'd have taken the payroll cash from the desk there, wouldn't he? Maybe he didn't know about it. Of course he did. He's been there when you counted it out. Maybe the Chinese cook stole the things from the house. That wouldn't cover the stolen cattle. Well, anyhow, I... Don't move, Martin. What the... Bob! Stand right where you are. You're both covered. Bob, it... It can't be you. So you finally turned real stick-up, man. Bandana across your face and everything, eh, Darwin? Quiet, Martin. I'll take that cash that's in that desk. Get it up. Why Never you... mind talking. You don't mean it, Bob. You ain't a real thief. Get that cash and hurry. I'll get it. And if this convinces Peggy that you're the dirty, no-account thieving polecat I said you was, it'll be worth the money you take from me. Don't do it, Bob. Please don't. You can't get away with it. I know who you are in spite of that bandana you're wearing. Please, Peggy, don't try to talk me out of... Hurry, Martin. That cash. I'm getting it. You can't go back to your ranch now, Bob. Paul had the law on you in no time. You won't get far with this money, Darwin. This whole county won't be big enough for you to hide in. I'll take my chances. Bob, change your mind before it's too late. Put up the gun and, and Paul let you leave without going after you. Won't you, Paul? I will not. Take the cash or leave it, Darwin. You'll pay for coming here like this. I'll take it. Thanks. Oh, Bob, I still can't believe my eyes. You of all people, a thief. Forget about me, Peggy. I guess you just made a mistake. Don't move for your gun, Martin. I'll be after you. Don't think you're getting away with this. Oh, Paul, you were right. You were right about him. Peggy, I, I hated to do this. Believe that, will you? I'm convinced of what you are now. I, I don't suppose I'll ever have a chance to explain. Explain? You can never explain this. Never. <laughs> The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger drama. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. continue our story. When Bob's horse returned home without a rider, the Lone Ranger, Tonto, and Old Whistler started for Martin's ranch. Plenty soon we come to line. Yep, Tonto. We'll reach the Martin fences pretty soon now. And still no sign of Bob. 
Gosh, I sure wish I knew what happened to him. There's a horseman near the fence. Yeah, one of the bar M riders. Stand where you are. Better stop, mister. Whoa there. I told you to stop. Don't come no closer. Don't try to use your gun. If you don't stop, I'll drill you. I want to talk to you. All right. You're stopped. And you're again the fence. Now, what are you... Mast! Where's Bob Darwin? How would I know where he's at? He came to this ranch. He come here and he left. He was drove off by the boss himself. You haven't seen him? I ain't. Who are you and why do you wear that mask? Have you been riding line all evening? Yeah. Watching for anyone that might have come this way? Yeah, what about it? Haven't been riding fast or hard, have you? What for? Ain't no need to do that, is it? Now, see here, you better get her. I'll call the other men. Me won't tell you something. Wait, Hunter. Got a redskin with you? It is. And I'm here too, Bart Stevens. Oh, so it's you, eh, Whistler? Yeah, it's me. And if you know anything about Bob Darwin, you better tell me. Ain't seen him. What's going on there? Boss, here's Whistler and some friends of his. We come here hunting my pal, Bob Darwin. Where's he at, Tilson? Darwin, eh? Well, I don't figure you'll see him for a good long time. He's lit out, the dirty thief. What's that? You can't talk that way about Bob. I'll talk like I please about him. He come in and was told by Miss Peggy and her pa to get off the ranch and stay off. He's an ornery thief. You leak them words. Looks like you and his other pods are the same breed. A masked man and an injun. Try it all, stranger. Why don't you resent them words? Not just yet, Whistler. Bob ain't no more a thief than, uh, than, than Miss Peggy Martin is. Oh? Well, ask Miss Peggy herself as to that. When he seen he couldn't get in the house, he snuck up in the dark and stuck a gun on Martin and swiped his payroll cash. What's that? What's that you're trying to tell me? You heard what I said. Did uh, Bob Darwin do that, Mr. Tilson? It's a doggone lie. There ain't a word of truth in it. Oh? Well, Miss Peggy and her pa seen him. Had his face covered with a bandana, but she knowed him right away. He admitted who he was. It ain't so. He wouldn't have done that without his horse. And his horse is this year critter I'm straddling right now. It come back to the ranch alone. Something's happened to Bob Darwin. I've told you the truth, and you better take it and get. None of your brains wanted around here. You can't... How'd he get away without his horse? I crave to know that, too. How'd he get away? Stole a horse, likely. That's what he done. Stole Miss Peggy's favorite man, Vamoose. Would he leave his own property to do that? That place of his ain't much to leave. He got more than enough cash to make it worthwhile. Is that true, Whistler? Nothing that coyote says is true. Bob ain't that kind. Listen to the whistling, whistling old galoot. You know doggone well the box D lands mortgage to the hilt. Come on, Whistler. I ain't leaving here till I get to talk to Martin. You ain't getting past this fence. Come, we're leaving. Granted, can't you stick with me? I will Come. Wa- oh. It's good judgment on your part, stranger. Take the redskin with you. And if you happen to see Bob Darwin, tell him the law's got a rope waiting to stretch his neck. Horse stealing and top taking the payroll cash is a double invitation to a necktie party. We go now. Yes. You're at it all. Come son it anyhow. I can't believe this. Come on. Stop leading my horse. I'll follow you. Very well. I got plenty to tell you about what I think a man that ain't got the nerve to get to the bottom of things. Meaning? Meaning you. Drat it. I thought by the way you talked, you was the kind of a man that'd stand by me. Whistler, there's a quicker way of getting at the truth. If a man lies in one detail, he'll lie in others, won't he? Huh? What was the name of the line rider? You called him Bart. Bart Stevens. Ornery coyote. The foreman's name Tilson? Yeah. Very well. 
We'll ride to that arroyo we passed on the way here and wait. Wait? Wait for what? From there, we can watch the Bar M. Any riders there will be easily seen in the moonlight. Yeah, but then... Maybe you see what Tonto see. Perhaps I did, Kimosabe. He won't tell you for. You stop, Tonto. I didn't want you to mention the one thing that might explain everything. Here's the arroyo. Huh? Oh, boy. Here we are. Huh. Now what do? Look here, stranger. You're a queer-acting fella. I can't figure out if you're with me and Bob or Guinness. No? I can't believe anything wrong about Bob Darwin. I know darn well there's something mighty funny about this business of his stealing. I'm sure there is, Whistler. Then why aren't you... You and Tonto stay here. Tonto, if you see anyone riding away from the ranch over there, follow them. Uh, Tonto, follow them. Leave a trail from here so I can find you easily. Let me do it. What's this mean? Whistler, will you go where Tonto leads? Where are you going? I'm going to find a way to reach the ranch house without being seen. Look. There. Hilton right way now. Yes. Or the bunkhouse. Hey, there's the other coyote riding away the other direction. Bart Stevens. Cracky. Now you can get through the fence right up where we was. Oh, wait for me, Tonto, when you finish following the man. Which man? Tonto, no. Me leave trail for you. Then wait there. And don't let yourself be seen. Come on, Silver. Ranger rode to the ranch house and managed to reach it unseen by Bar M. Waddies. Martin was asleep. The sound of his window being raised awakened him. He was about to reach for his gun when... You're covered. What the... Leave your gun where it is, Martin. You're coming with me. Mask. I can see you in the moonlight that comes through the other window as well as you can see me. Don't try any tricks. Get ready to ride. I'm turning. Hurry. Get clothes on and come on out through the window. I won't do anything. Hey, what the... Just a rope. You catch my arm. Now, you not come a... with me. Are you going to pull clothes on, or will I drag you through the window as you are? Who are you? What's this mean? What's You're going be... to ride with me and follow down a little idea I have in mind. But I'm About not... Bob Darwin and the theft of your money. That dirty, sneaking coyote. If I'm mistaken, there'll be no harm done. If I'm right and you don't go with me, there's likely to be a great deal of harm done. Surely a great injustice. You don't seem to give me no choice. I'll get my boots on. Now, don't haul me out that window with that rope. Who in the Sam Hill are you, anyway? Someone who hopes to help you and Darwin. <laughs> I'd assume you don't mention me in the same breath with that varmint. Ready now? Uh, I reckon so. Bring your gun. My gun? Great Scott, you mean to say you're going to let me carry my shooting iron? You'll not use it against me. Oh, how do you know I won't? You'll not get the chance. I can't, I can't figure out that mask business. You got a nice sort of voice. Well, get your horse at the corral. You sure got a real horse there. Yes. Looky here. Are you a friend of Darwin's? I've never seen him. Never seen him? But I don't believe that he's a thief. I know doggone well he is. I've seen him steal my money. I know his friends, Martin. A man can be judged by his friends. Yeah, that's true. But Darwin's a man that's disappointing. I'd have vouched for his honesty up to a few weeks ago. You would? Fact is, I was sort of hoping he'd marry my daughter Peggy. Him and her seemed to love one another. And you wanted the marriage? Mm-hmm. No, I'm glad it didn't come off. I was sort of working with Mark Tilson to put it over. Gosh, what a narrow escape. Well, that's surprising news to me. I understood that Tilson and you were dead set against the affair. Huh. Well, Darwin and Peggy was a lot alike. Both wanted things they couldn't get. I tipped off Tilson to sort of make Darwin think he wanted to marry Peggy's own self. And I made Peggy think I was getting her marrying Darwin. Well, that helped bring the two together. Get your horse. You'll have to ride bareback. 
There's not time to settle up. I ain't... Hurry. Doggone. I forgot for a while that you was holding a gun on me. Here I am talking to you like a friend. On your horse. Hurry up. (laughs) Now follow me. Easy, Silver. Go on with what you were telling me. What happened next? Things started disappearing every time Darwin come to call. I hate to think it was him. Then I found some of my doggies on his land. Then I couldn't judge no other way, but he was a thief. But all this might have been framed against him. Well, that might have. But not him coming right to the house with his face hid and stealing my payroll at the point of a gun. No, sir, he's a crook. A no-good crook. Perhaps Tilson took you seriously and decided to get Darwin out of the way. No, not Tilson. Well, we'll be on the trail soon. I hope it'll lead us somewhere. The masked man and Martin rode to the Arroyo and picked up the clearly marked trail left by Tonto and Old Whistler. Meanwhile, behind the cover of a great boulder, Bart Stevens stood over Bob Darwin. The young rancher lay on the ground, roped hand and foot. If that fool partner of yours comes here, Darwin, he'll get the same as you. You dirty coyote. <laughs> yeah? Go on, call me names. Bob! Sakes alive, Bob! Ice your hands. Whistler. I trailed your horse, Bob. Uh, who's this coyote that's got a gun on me? Bart Stevens of the Bar M. I'll take your shooting iron, Whistler. Glad you come. Now I'll make it look like both you and Darwin lit out with the cash that was stolen. Cash stolen? Whistler, I, I wish you hadn't come. This this fellow should have killed you. What's all this mean? He held a gun on me when I was riding away from the Martins. Oh, gosh, Whistler, how I've been framed. This rat stole from the Martins and done it every time I come to call. And tonight he corralled me. I ain't no do with something of the sort when your horse come back without you. Don't make no fast moves, Whistler. I'll rope you up like your pods roped. Then I can finish you off when I get around to it. What did he do when he corralled you, Bob? Forced me to steal from Martin. Give me an unloaded gun and made me steal. He was right outside the window with his own gun leveled on Peggy. I had to go through with it or, or she'd have been shot and the blame would have fallen on you. He's seen to that. Why, you dirty no-count on my <laughs> polecat? <laughs> i like to hear you get riled up. Yeah, yeah. It took careful scheming for weeks to get to taking that payroll, but I done it and I'll get away with it. No, you won't. What the... We heard the whole thing, Stevens. Martin. Uh, we send Whistler to you. Yeah. You doggone fool, Stevens. I come here to get you to talk, and you done it. You won't get me alive. I'll show you. Yeah. Nice shooting mask, man. Your bullet just knocked that gun clean out in his hand. My, my hand! Have a hold till we get your rope. I'll cut them ropes off you, Bob. Here's my knife. Whistler, you fetch these folks. Who's the mask, man? Where do you hear about it? Cracky, Bob, it's a story, I can tell you. Me rope this bad fella. Martin, you... listen to me, Martin. Listen to I me. I listened to you when you was talking to Whistler, and I heard all I want to hear. Bob, I'm sure glad I know the truth. You heard it all? A plenty. When the masked man, the Indian, and Whistler met Bart at the line fence earlier this evening, they noticed that Bart's horse had been ridden hard. When the masked man asked him if the horse had been ridden fast and hard, and Bart denied it, they suspected something was wrong. Sure, Bart had to bring me here from the ranch house, tie me up, and get back to the line fence to give himself an alibi. Peggy will be glad to hear the truth. She'll be waiting for you, son. Yes, sirree, I reckon this answers a lot of things. Now you'll come with me, Bart. What are you going to do? Where are you taking me? Where you think. Jail's a place for rats like you. Get ready to travel. I'll silver away! 
story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. <laughs>